and welcome to the Whole Self Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Hughes, a holistic mentor, human design guide, and well-being advocate obsessed with all things health, wellness, self-healing, spiritual growth, and mindful living. I believe true well-being is only possible when we start to look at our whole selves, how we feed our bodies, how we move, how we think, feel, how we connect and realign with our inner selves. My intention with this podcast is to create space to explore all of that with you. Expect soulful, expansive conversations to inspire you on your journey back to your whole self. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Whole Self Podcast. I am so happy and grateful that you are here and you are listening. Um... I'm also really happy that I'm here because this has taken me a really long time to get going. This starting a podcast has been on my um, to-do list, goals list, all the lists for quite some time now and I found hundreds of reasons as to why I shouldn't do it, um, why I wasn't ready, right up until a few hours before recording this. But after some big lessons this week, some big realizations and some real moments of remembering that I need to practice what I preach, I found myself with an empty house and a bit of a gap in my um, schedule for the day. So I thought, just grab a cup of tea, turn the microphone on and just record your first episode and just get it done. So here I am kickstarting this unscripted unplanned so we'll see how it goes if you're listening to this I obviously decided to post it anyway um however there's a very real chance that this was going to be deleted (laughs) um so I guess uh yeah we will we will see how it goes but for this first episode this is going to be very different to how I plan for future episodes to be but I just wanted to have a really really just chilled unscripted unplanned introduction into what this podcast is what to expect um and a bit about me and my journey and how I ended up here and why this is so important to me As I said in the intro, the intention of this podcast is to create a space to really explore what is ultimately holistic living. What holistic living is to me is living in awareness of our whole selves. And there are some big reasons as to why I ended up on this journey and how I ended up where I am now. And I will share them with you throughout this episode. Um, But ultimately where I'm at in my life at the moment and on my own journey in holistic living is the realization that to be healthy, to be well, um, to live a mindful life is about so much more than what we are generally led to believe. And I think although holistic living, wellness, mindfulness, spirituality is, is, talked about a lot more now than it even was a few years ago and it's becoming ever more popular and um, more important to people there is still a long way to go and there are still opportunities for more conversations about this Um, 
And that's why I decided that I wanted to start a podcast because I think the more conversations about health and wellness, the better, to be honest. Um, I truly believe that to be fully well, to have a real sense of well-being, we have to look at so much more than what we put on our plate, how we move our body. And whilst these things are really important and they are really easy to quantify and measure, they're not the whole picture. And actually, through my own journey, what I've come to realize, although my own wellness journey started with a change in lifestyle, a change in diet, a focus on how I was exercising, how I was moving my body, how I was treating myself physically, ultimately, after three years on this journey myself, what I've realized is the way that I speak to myself, the way that I the way that I move in the world, and the way that I um the way that I get up in the morning, the way that I go to sleep at night, the small things that I do to um impact my energy are just as important as the kale smoothies that I eat and drink every morning. Um, the green juices, the supplements, the daily exercise, it's all just as important. And actually, if I can be so bold to say, I actually feel like finding a sense of wholeness and finding a connection to ourselves and alignment with our true selves. And really what I think we've come to know as self-love, having that is actually the baseline that we need for everything else to fall into place. I often say to people, it doesn't matter how many celery juices you drink every day. If you are stressed and you are anxious and you are not talking to yourself in a nice way, you won't reap the benefits from that celery juice or from those turmeric supplements or whatever it is that you're taking. It really is a a holistic approach to our lives, to our wellness, to our our health um, and our healing is so important. And it is something that very often we have to educate ourselves on and we have to find the information ourselves and those resources ourselves. And whilst I have been fortunate enough over the past three years to be gifted that time and that space to really dive into what my own wellness looks like. I know that so many other people don't have that resource, that time or that inclination to spend the time researching and um, trial and error and, you know, trying out different therapies and integrating different things to see if they work. And some people just don't have that um, luxury and that privilege. And so I think the more conversations we have about this, the more podcasts there are the more um instagrams there are talking about this the better um because ultimately our bodies want to be well we want to be well we want to be happy we want to live um a good life and i think the common misconception that life has to be really hard and that things are just the way they are um just sometimes isn't true and there are 
ways that we can improve on that. There are ways that we can improve our well-being and really live our most high vibe life. There are ways that we can improve our vibrancy and our radiance and our our health, our physical health, our mental health, our emotional health. And holistic living takes all of that into into account. It is looking at our mind, body, soul, and environment. And all of those things are just as impactful and just as important as each other. So this podcast is a space to really explore different avenues and different practices and um, that we can integrate into our lives to support all of those different areas. And there are so many things and there is not a one size fits all. It's very much an exploration of self and of understanding what works for you and what feels good for you. And that's why it's so helpful to have um, resources that you can go to that can really help help you discover things, help you expand your mind about what is possible. And that's really what this podcast intends to be. It's a space to really explore all of that, to really delve into and um, discover different tools and practices that can really help you on your journey. Um, So as well as solo episodes for myself, sharing my own journey, what has helped me, where I'm at, and sharing with you the tools and practices that I use to for myself, for my own journey, but also in the work that I do with other people as a holistic mentor, a human design guide. These are all things that have really helped me reconnect to myself and find that sense of wholeness. But also there will be interviews with healers, practitioners, sharing the modalities that they work with, but also interviews with real people who are on their own healing journeys or have been on their own healing journeys and just really kind of delving into what has helped them, what what were the shifts that they made, like what were the things that um, really inspired them to make change in their life and what the benefits of that were, what the outcomes were, how has their life changed as they've kind of delved into a holistic lifestyle and how has that impacted them on the life that they were leading before? Because for me, it has impacted me massively and that leads me on to sharing a little bit about my story and why I or how I ended up here. Um, so by the time this podcast goes live, it will have surpassed my three-year anniversary of living with stage four breast cancer. Um, so in 2018, Friday the 13th of April, to be precise, of 2018, I received the diagnosis that I had stage four breast cancer. It was breast cancer that had spread beyond my breast and was now in my bones and my liver. It was considered, it is considered um, incurable, but treatable. I was 31 years old when I was diagnosed and my life changed on that day dramatically. I had spent the three weeks previously to that in scans and having tests and biopsies and in and out of 
five different hospitals I think I went to um, to have all the tests that were necessary to finally reach the diagnosis that we reached. But my journey with breast cancer actually started two and a half years before that when I first found the lump in my right breast and went to my GP who told me that I was too young. I had no family history of breast cancer. There was just no way that I had breast cancer. It was nothing to worry about. I just had normal lumpy boobs um, and that I should just carry on with my life and not worry about it. Um, so I didn't because I had so many other things to worry about. I was a 31-year-old who, in hindsight, as I look back now, was really unwell, very unhappy. Um, I had suffered with IBS for 10 years. I'd suffered a spontaneous collapsed lung. I'd been through grief, breakups. Um, I had been in abusive work scenarios, um... I'd kind of been through it and not really realized that all of this was impacting me so dramatically. I was very much of the mindset that I was fine. I was, you know, I had a good job. I had a good group of friends. I had a boyfriend who I loved very much, who I still love very much. Um, I had a nice house. I was you know, I was earning good money and I, I was I was ticking off all of the goals that were supposed to tick off. I was saving to buy a house and I was planning to eventually have children and get married and do all of the things that society tells us we're supposed to do. But inside, I was desperately unhappy. I wasn't fulfilled with my life. I knew there was things that I really wanted to do that I wasn't doing. I was anxious and stressed and overworked and I wasn't eating properly even though I thought I had a perfectly healthy diet. There were so many things wrong and I had become a victim of normalizing all of my symptoms of an unhealthy lifestyle which I think is so common for us to do especially in a society that teaches us to um to keep going and keep striving and keep hustling and never encouraging us to slow down and really stop and reassess and make sure that you are healthy and well and I went on like this for years in fact I would say that this was probably going on for my entire 20s so when that GP sent me out of her office and told me not to worry about it and to get on with my life I did just that I probably went straight to work that afternoon and got stuck into another project and you know didn't really think about it again and it wasn't until two and a half years later that I kind of brushed past it whilst I was in the shower and I was like oh that that lump feels different I'd kind of got used to it being there knowing that it was nothing to worry about but I finally, I just kind of felt like it wasn't right. And I think the beginning of 2018 had brought up a lot of things for me around my, around my health. You know, I was, I was coming to the end of the contract that I was currently working on and trying to decide what I wanted to do next with my life. And it, it was bringing up a lot of um, questions in me around what I was doing and how happy I really was and what direction I wanted my life to go in. And 
I'd made a bit of a pact with myself at the beginning of 2018 that I would start to really kind of focus on myself and really get my health in check and really start to focus on my wellness. I am someone who has, I've practiced yoga for over 10 years. I've practiced meditation and breath work as part of that. Um, I've always erred on the side of natural medicine. I've I've always kind of been been curious of holistic living, integrative medicine, like herbal medicine, like everything that I'm I'm working with now. Um, and even when I was a child, I was I was very spiritual. Um, I was learning about crystal healing and Reiki as a 12, 13 year old. Um, but as I went through life and as I got corporate jobs and I started kind of conforming to the norms of what society was expecting of me, I kind of put all of that to the side. And actually, if I used it at all, it was only as an antidote to the stressful life that I was leading never as a precursor to stop me from living that life that was so out of alignment and so detrimental to me. It was always very much like I had a stressful day at work so I would make sure I did a yoga class or um, I had a panic attack in the office so I would go and do some breath work and actually one of the biggest shifts that I've made in the last three years is really understanding that actually that's my baseline to start from. That is where I start from. That is what helps me not get into those situations and not feel those overwhelming feelings of anxiety and stress and and just general bad health. So I had already been on a little bit of this journey at the beginning of 2018 and I think that is what then spared me on to really get this lump checked out and really really start taking control of it and unfortunately the day that I went for my referral appointment I was told by the doctor there and then that they were pretty sure I had breast cancer and my whole world fell apart because I it was something that I had known was there and at the time all of those years ago had convinced myself that I had breast cancer only to be told that it was nothing to worry about so you know I had so many feelings of anger and um, just feeling really let down and really um, alone and grieving for a life that was taken away from me in that moment. And as the next sort of three weeks went on, I um, went to all of my scans, went to all of my appointments, but having such a lengthy amount of time between that first appointment that first appointment and my final scan and then a following month before I was able to see an oncologist what that allowed me although at the time it felt like I was being kind of cast aside and left left to my own devices having just been delivered such such crazy intense news what that time really allowed me was for me to sit with myself and really decide how I wanted to approach this and whilst it's never a nice diagnosis it's never a nice situation as I'm sure any health diagnosis is what that time really allowed me was the luxury to really tap into myself what I knew already the tools and practices that had been helping me throughout my life and really start to focus my attention on that 
I had just been told at 31 years old that I may only have years left to live. And it's very hard to accept that. And actually, I'm glad that I didn't. What I chose to do in that moment was instead of focusing on all of the years that I may not have, was focus on what I did have, like focus on where I was at the time, focus on what I could do to make the life that I had the best that it could be because I was fully aware that I had been spending 10 years of my life not being my whole self, not being my best self. So what I really did in that moment was to throw everything I had, all the energy that I had, all the spare time that I now had into research and finding different ways that I could support my body, different ways that I could support the treatment that I was going to be on or um, support the emotions that I was having, the feelings that I was having. What did I need to do? Like what else was there? Um, I've never been someone to just kind of like take someone um, at their word and not look into things. It is in my nature to ask questions and dig deeper and research it's what I do best it's what I love to do um so I took this as a learning opportunity and finding what I could do to support and that was what was really important to me was being given a diagnosis like that and being sent home um to just sit and wait just isn't in my nature I had to know that I was doing everything that I could to support and unfortunately the doctors weren't giving me those answers. The doctors that I was seeing in our medical system, in our hospitals, were not were not giving me things that I could do to support myself. It was very much like, don't you worry about that. We will give you the medication that you need. You just need to go and just enjoy your life. And I had this momentary thought where I was like, I have been neglecting myself for a really long time. Now is the time that I need to step up and do everything that I can for myself. It's important that I support myself as much as I possibly can. And with that realization, the feelings that I had around my diagnosis changed completely. And I went from feeling scared and feeling lost and feeling angry to feeling sad and sad for what my body was currently struggling with and what I'd been ignoring for so long. Ignoring for a life that I didn't even really want. I think it was in that realization that I just thought, okay, now is the time that you need to reconnect to yourself, become best friends with yourself and do everything you can for her. And it was in that moment that I felt empowered and finally in control and responsible for my own health and wellness. I systematically went through every different area of my life and changed the things that weren't working. I changed my lifestyle. I changed my diet. I changed products that I was using. I started taking supplements. I started juicing. I started doing all of these things. And in doing that, I found a new love for my life, for myself, a new understanding of who I was and different healing therapies, different modalities, meditation, yoga, breath work, 
so many different things and using them all together and building them into a whole healing plan that focuses on every single different area of my life and myself. And that for me started with diet and exercise. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, they are the most common places to start because they are the things that are quantifiable and they're things that are measurable. And that's what we want. We want to see results. But actually what I found through my own growth and expansion over the last couple of years, the last three years, is that actually the biggest the biggest healing for me has come from how I treat my inner self, how I heal from the inside. And that is everything from the things we put in our body, the things we put on our body, but also the way that we speak to ourselves, the way that we think, the way that we feel, the way that we reframe our emotions and our thought patterns. Um, And it is through working with different healers and different practitioners, different thought leaders um, and using their, their methods and their techniques to really improve my mindset and improve my inner world. Something else that has really helped me, which is something that I guide people through is human design to spiritual practice that um, allows us to really understand ourselves on a soul level. It's finding out who we are and really allowing that insight to guide us back to our whole selves. What I have found is that from that real connection to myself and that real understanding of myself, all of the other areas of wellness feel a lot more effortless. It's a lot less um, effort sticking to healing plans and um, therapy schedules when you are so in touch with yourself and so aligned with where you're supposed to be that you want to do those things. You want to treat yourself that way. You want to give yourself the best that you can every single day. And these things range from big kind of like half day retreats, half day meditation retreats to a quick 30 second affirmation practice in the shower every morning. You know, they range from coffee enemas to tongue scraping. It ranges from 90 minute yoga classes to a three minute dance to my favorite song in the kitchen. There are so many different techniques and tools and practices that I have in my arsenal that help me feel my best Um, and ultimately the goal is that if I can feel my best if I can live as my most healthy and well self then my body will be happy and maybe maybe the bonus will be that I will support myself in healing from cancer throughout my three years I have come across and connected with so many amazing inspirational people with incredible stories of healing the most from the most adverse situations the most um chronic of diagnoses and I have connected with these 
amazing people who are doing incredible things, not only for their own health and their own healing and coming out the other side with just unreal stories, but also people who are now dedicating their time to supporting other people in finding the things that they need to heal. So as I said at the beginning, whilst this is going to be a podcast of solo episodes and interviews from people who are on their journey, people who are having the most incredible healing responses to practitioners and healers and therapists who are really leading the way in showing people different ways to heal that aren't just the conventional standard practice that we've all come to believe is our only choice. So I really hope that these podcasts will inspire you to really think outside the box and really understand that your opportunities are open and endless. There are so many different things out there waiting to be explored. So whether you are already on your healing journey or you're just curious, you're just getting started, I really hope you get something from these episodes. I intend to share a new episode every single week. Um, hopefully this will be continuous, um, but we will see how we get on. So make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so that you get updates and notifications every time I drop a new episode and go and follow me on Instagram where I will be sharing more about upcoming episodes and that is at leah.livingfurther. So thank you for listening, thank you for being here for my first episode and I really hope to see you next time. Have a lovely day. 